The state of Ohio is cracking down on people who are marketing properties they do not own. And you will see this happening in other parts of the country. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast. Now, let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, what is going on, House Flipping Nation? I am super pumped up today. We've got an incredible interview lined up for you today. We are going to be talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. There is some crazy stuff going on out there right now that could affect um, this industry in a big way, including wholesaling. And um, I've got a guy who's going to help us know how to stay ahead of the curve and some of the things that we can do to make sure we stay safe. And anyway, I don't want to steal his thunder too much, but um, Dave is a guy who is in my mastermind group, my high-end mastermind group. Um, we've gotten to know each other pretty well this year. We've, we've met a couple times, but this last week when I was in Tampa, Florida, we had the chance to sit down and talk even more. And he let me know um, a lot about what they were doing. I saw him present. I was blown away. Him and his partner, RJ, are just killing it in Columbus, Ohio. So anyway, I don't want to steal his thunder. He's going to tell us more of his story. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the one and only Dave Payerchin. How's it going, Dave? Justin, super happy to be here. And yes, you're absolutely right. We got a ton of great stuff to share with your students. Um, A lot of it has to do with wholesaling and how to do it the correct way. What a lot of people don't know is the state of Ohio, where we operate, is really on the forefront of, you know, I don't want to use the word cracking down, but basically um, enforcing certain rules and laws and just a different way of doing business um, for people who are out there wholesaling properties. And I'll be the first to tell you, Justin, we're actually happy and excited that the state of Ohio is doing this because it's weeding out a lot of the pretenders and it is basically allowing us to do business and and everything that we do is with full-blown integrity. We're out there taking care of homeowners and solving their problems and providing great investment properties. So things are different a little bit here in the state of Ohio, which I'm going to share with you and your students, different way of doing business. Um, But we've evolved and we are working closely uh, with the right people here in Ohio to make sure we're doing things the correct way. And I'm super excited to share this information with you. Love it. Love it. Okay, guys. So no matter whether you're in Ohio, I've heard this happening in other states as well. This is going to be happening. So it's pretty exciting that, you know, here at Housepring HQ, we are bringing it to you ahead of time so you can stay ahead of the curve and, and just keep going. Because this business is not about, um, it's not, oh, is it going to still work later? No, it will work. It's about staying, staying with the cheese, moving with the cheese, staying ahead of the game. So that is what we're going to talk about. So Dave, give us a little bit more of your background. Um, so people know that you weren't just born from the womb, a crazy madman, wholesaling, house being rental machine. I mean, you do a little bit of it all. So give us a little bit of your background. We do. We do. Thank you. Um, my story in a nutshell, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, born and raised originally. Um, I'm a huge Cleveland Browns fan, unfortunately. Hopefully they can turn the corner for any football fans <laughs> who are listening. Hey, I, I don't feel sorry for you, and you guys got Ohio State, right? We so got Ohio like- State. Uh, yeah. I'm from Cleveland originally, and Justin, I'm one of those guys, I've always been very ambitious, and I finished high school, but I've never been a great student. I've been your career C and D grade student, never really took school that seriously throughout grade school and high school, and then it got to be my senior year, and I got to see all my friends who were getting ready to go to college and do these different things, and I didn't have anything. I didn't have a college to go to. I didn't even, I couldn't get into a college, so... 
I really wanted to, you know, spread my wings and be successful and really, you know, show everybody what I was made of. So what I did was after high school, I packed up and I moved out to Phoenix, Arizona, and I started a construction job in Arizona in the year was 2001. And I'm living in Arizona now and I got to see all this development happening. I'm sure you know the real estate market back in those years. Dell Web communities are going up as far as the eye can see. There's new builds everywhere. And I'm working a construction job. But I knew in my heart and my mind that the real money, the real success is not from fixing up the houses myself, but actually getting involved in real estate. And what I did then is I started working for MCI WorldCom. I had a sales job and I did um, – I, I was a telemarketer really basically in, in, in – uh, in not so many words, but I was working a sales job and I wanted to improve my sales skills. Um, I was doing that at night, doing construction during the day and then doing sales in the evenings. And I wanted to improve, so I started going to bookstores and reading all sorts of Zig Ziglar books and sales books, anything I can do to improve my sales skills. And if you go to any bookstore in America, right next to the sales books, you're going to find real estate books. So I started picking up the real estate books and educating myself and going to RIA meetings. And I started wholesaling in 2005, and the market was so hot in Arizona at that time, all you had to do was really have a pulse. You can drive around neighborhoods, find vacants. I started flipping homes, and from there, really, the rest is history. Right now, currently, um, I moved back to Ohio. I wanted to be closer to my family, and in between the time of when I started real estate and moving back to Columbus, I met my business partner, RJ, and I moved back to Ohio so we can start acquiring rental properties. And right now to this day, we own and manage our own portfolio of rental homes. We're always buying more. And we have a big house uh, house flipping operation here. So our main flipping comes from, number one, wholesaling. And we're going to talk about that, how we do that. And number two is we are the owners of Columbus Turnkey Houses. We're the number one provider of turnkey rental investment properties in the Columbus, Ohio market. So in addition to acqui- in addition to acquiring rental properties for our own portfolio, we also provide rental properties for investors all over the country and all over the world. Okay. Woo! Wow. <laughs> I think you're the first person I've ever, ever interviewed who gave me the entire background and what they're currently doing in their business in one sentence without taking a breath. Bam. That was impressive. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> so for everybody at home who's still trying to take all this in, you currently are in you're in Columbus, Ohio, and you guys have a, a, a rental, you have rental properties, you have a turnkey operation, you have you do wholesale deals and you flip houses. Is that correct? So what we are, we are a marketing machine. So we have a ton of, and I just had this conversation yesterday, so it's totally relevant. We do a ton of marketing and we really try to streamline our marketing and just do effective marketing. So we get leads from all walks of life and all different types of properties. And then we try to put that lead or deal in the correct bucket, whether it be a buy and hold type of property for our own portfolio, something we can fix up and turn around and you know, get rented and sell as a turnkey property, something that we know is a good fit for another one of our investors that we can wholesale. And then occasionally we get home run deals that are just an ideal, um, 
you know, retail flip, and we have one of those going on. I, I'd love to share that particular deal. Um, I just left that house today. We just closed on it yesterday. Um, but you never know what the point is that you never know what the marketing is going to bring. So you need to have the exit strategy to maximize your marketing dollars and really capture and to generate revenue with every lead that comes across our desk. I love that. So you guys, marketing first, your marketing company, and then you have the different buckets that each house goes in based on the, the criteria or what, whatnot. So couldn't have sent it better myself. Yes, love absolutely. It. I love it. So um, okay, let's uh, let's talk about that deal you were telling me about that you were just mentioned right now. Let's talk about that, and then we'll dive into some more, a couple more of the aspects of your business. Excellent. So anyone who's familiar with the Columbus, Ohio market, this particular property is in the New Albany area, which is on the outskirts of Columbus. Uh, a lot of beautiful homes, great schools, great neighborhoods. And uh, this seller contacted us and she actually found us from Google. She Google searched, you know, sell my house, Columbus, Ohio, or something of that nature. And we, from all the videos we do and all the back end we work we do with SEO, we're the number one website which our selling website, or I'm sorry, to attract sellers is sellhousecolumbus.com if any of your listeners want to check it out. And by all means, everybody, it's not that fancy of a website, but we put in the back end work to allow it to rank really high. This seller contacted us and she had already moved out of Columbus up into the Cleveland area to take care of her parents, unfortunately, who are not doing so well. And this home that she owned here, free and clear, uh, was built in 2005 and homes in the area are going in the 230s. Um, she originally approached us and she wanted to get 200 for the property. And it's a very interesting situation because she worked a, t a type of job where she was rarely home. So she basically, the, the home sat almost empty. She only used a few rooms of the house. Um, it was just her and it was, you know, it's a 2,000 square foot home. So um, the house needs very, very little work. And from negotiating with her and meeting her face to face, and, you know, I'll share that with your listeners. I think the best deals come when you meet someone. If there's motivation there, meet them face to face. Do not try to buy the home over the phone. You can build rapport over the phone, but always put in that FaceTime. It goes a long way. We were able to get this home for 165. We closed in two weeks, closed really quickly. She's super happy. And we're going to put less than $10,000 into this home, acquired for 165, put in about 10, call it 170. And we're going to turn around and sell this. We're putting granite, tile, make it look really good, and we're going to sell it for two thirty. So the spread's pretty good on this one. Wow, that's amazing. So what do you think you'll take home on that? Um, let's call it after paying our private lender. Let's call it forty k. That's a lot. that's awesome. That's a yeah. great great return for that that amount of money invested, um, and that's after paying your private lender. So and, that's after and, financing. And we, our return on investment is infinity because we per, we borrowed acquisition money and rehab money, 100% finance. I love it. I love this business. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> if you guys are out there and you're not taking action, you're crazy. Crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> but you, the, the key is getting started. These deals come. See, Justin, this deal just came from our marketing funnel. Yeah, this is this deal, it's fun to talk about. Yes, we're going to do great on, but the, the key to success in this business is the day-to-day. -day. So yeah. it's not all about swinging for the fences and hitting home runs. The home runs will come. The perfect pitches will come across the plate. It's about having a high batting average. And it, I'm telling you, what keeps us in business and what keeps us thriving 
is the singles and doubles that we hit, the $5,000 and $10,000 hits that we hit on a weekly basis. That's what keeps everything flowing while we wait for these home runs to cross our plate. And for anyone who's new out there, I mean, how do you hit singles and doubles and how do you get a high batting average? You practice, right? You get started. You go buy a glove. You, I mean, I'm not a glove if you're getting a batting average. You go buy a bat. You go to the batting cages, right? You learn from other people. You fail fast. You take action. And the first few months of massive action taking, like, you may not get great results, but it's like you've done all that work and then you just keep pushing forward and... It's, it's a beautiful place to be, right? <laughs> and one of, the, one of the best ways to get a high batting average, and we'll talk, we're going to get into wholesale and stuff like that, but every star player, what they have in common is they have a coach. Yeah. And I know you, you've been providing some great coaching. I've been getting a lot of value from your podcast, so that's oh, why it's such, a privilege, it's such a privilege to be on here today. Oh, I really appreciate that. Okay, so we, we're not going to have time to talk about everything I'm realizing, right? So what I want to dive into the most is um, I want to talk about, you said you had some great negotiating tips for us, and I want to talk a little more about how people can do wholesale deals, the whole contract thing. Is there something else you really want to talk about that you're dying to talk about? I think those two things can cover a lot of ground. Okay. And, um, I want to maximize our value, so let's stick so with let's that. let's do that. I know, um, and I, I mentioned this to you before the call, I know you're super busy, but Guys, I'm going to try to lock in Dave and RJ. You know, I did the master class with Steven that was wildly successful um, where they just shared, where he shared every single detail of his company, like how he's literally, I'm trying to convince them to do this with me, but I, I had to get him live on the call that I had to mention it now to kind of put him under the gun. So I'm going to talk to him some more later on and see if we can make that happen. But uh, anyway. No, no pressure, no pressure. So I know you're super busy. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. And I want to share as much as I possibly can, but what I don't want to do is commit to something and not be able to come through because I value our relationship very much. Yeah, you're, we'll, you're talk, very... we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. I'll get to so, <laughs> see, see, to all the listeners out there, this is how this is Justin closing me now. It seems just assumes I'm negotiating that... with him before he negotiates yeah. with the. Um, so, right. seller negotiation is something. I am passionate about and this just comes from you know talking to so many sellers and it's the art of the deal I love getting a great deal but I love making it a win-win scenario and you know creating a win for the seller so um what this comes down to, obviously, as real estate investors, we need to get the very best deals we possibly can. That's what allows us to thrive and stay in business. But we, it really comes back to meeting the seller's needs. So uh, something I wanted to share and that we train our sales guys on, and for any list, anyone listening, take note of this, motivation before the money. Motivation before the money. And what that means is before you get in there and even asking, you know, oh, well, how much do you want for the house? That's the worst way to start a conversation or a negotiation. What do you want? How much do you want? No, what you need to do is take a step back. And the number one question is, well, why are you selling? We want people who need to sell, not people who want to sell. Everybody wants to sell something. I have a pen here in my desk. Sure, I'll sell it to you for $1,000. We're looking for people who need to sell. And the key to us, we need to be like a detective and get to the root of the situation of why they're selling. And the way the, the seller is going to open up to you as a real estate investor 
is two things. Number one, it's very important to be upfront. Let them know that you're an investor and let them know that you do this for a business and for a profit. You don't have to hide in the shadows and you know, because it's gonna come out later anyway. And now if, if you didn't if you weren't upfront, it's actually gonna make you look bad. So uh, what we do is when we're first talking to a seller, we say, okay, well, um, I just wanted to call and ver- well, first off, we do our marketing. The marketing calls into our live answering service. The answering service asks some general questions to kind of feel out the motivation. And then our sales team calls once we kind of have some general information. When we call the seller, the conversation starts out something like, hello, my name is Dave. Um, I was just calling to verify some of the information that you gave our operator and see if it's a good fit for you to work with us and for us to work with you. Notice the positioning there. You know, I don't just say, hey, we're interested in buying homes. Let's just see if you're even a fit for us, too, because we can't help everybody. We're very upfront about that. We can't help everybody. So, and what we like to do is talk about our reputation a little bit to let them know that we are serious buyers. So, we say we've been in the Columbus market for 10 years, we've closed numerous transactions, and we have a great reputation and a ton of testimonials, and we're able to move very quickly. Now, we're not a good fit for everybody. It, we work with people who need to sell or who are looking for a fast and easy solution. But I do want to be upfront with you, Mr. Seller. Um, you know, we are not a fit for everybody, and that's why I just wanted to share some more information to see if you're a fit for us and we're a fit for you. So right off the bat, you're letting them know you're not looking to move into their home. We're looking to either purchase this home as a rental investment property or turn around and sell this property for a profit. Right in the first couple sentences, we let them know that we're investors and we let them know that we mean business and we are serious and capable of taking this property down and solving their need. Okay. So, I'm gonna, I know I have, to, I'm I have to cut you off for once wrong because you will keep going. Going and going and going. <laughs> so <laughs> I love um, that you kind of help you put that you help them put that wall down. Okay, that's great. And you kind of like a takeaway, almost like, hey, I'm here to help you too. Like, don't let's not let's kind of turn the cards here a little bit. So that's awesome. I know there are going to be some people back at home or who are listening to this um, who are oh, but I don't have all this experience, and I don't. You know, you, you mentioned Dave mentioned the. Uh, that they have testimonials and they, they have a good reputation, but I'm new, so I can't do it. You know, there's some yeah butters out there. There's some people who are like, oh, it doesn't work for me. What would you recommend to someone who maybe doesn't have as much experience? No problem at all. Well, number one, if you're going to be successful, if somebody's brand new listening, it's so key to not go at this business all by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Hire a coach, hire Justin, um, or work with local, you know, here locally, Justin, we have a local meetup that we started and we bring investors together. And if, if your listener is a wholesaler and they're flipping properties, maybe that person is who they're flipping to, you know, has been doing this for 10 years. It's very easy just to say to the seller, my partners and I have been doing this for 10 plus years or, you know, get the credentials of people that you work with on a day to day basis and lean into their and lean on their credibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. People all the time think, oh, for me to be their partner, we have to go set up an LLC and we have to get married. And No, like your partners are everybody like who are the, you know, like. Anyway, I was trying to think of Mr. Rogers as people in your neighborhood. Anyway, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm way off in the field. <laughs> but the bottom line is, yeah, your partners are everyone that you work with or could work with. And, and you don't need to like over-explain it to the seller because a confused mind says, no, you just want to keep it simple. Yeah, my partners have done this, you know. And if, and if they sense that you're kind of new, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm new, but my partners have done this. Yes. You know what I mean? The guys I work with, just keep it real. 
and and keep it real and be honest about that. And sure. you can actually play into that. And sometimes some of the new guys in our office actually do better than some of the seasons yep. guys like myself because some sellers gravitate more towards their personality than oh, someone right. like me who's kind of wham bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, yeah. love it. it. Okay, so what's the next step? So. We've let the guard down. We've let them know that we mean business. We've let them know that we are a reputable company. Now what we need to do is build rapport. So what I want your listeners to take note of is the word form, F-O-R-M. And these are all key points when building rapport. It doesn't have to necessarily be in this order, but these are all things that you should be thinking about when you're talking to a seller. So F. F stands for friends and family, especially if you're on a face-to-face appointment. If you see a picture of their family, oh, that's nice. You have three children. I have three kids the, the same age. Oh, I have nieces and nephews the same age. There's always something to relate together. There's always something to relate on with a seller. So F is friends and family. Oh, okay. You're... Um, you know, you your husband is, you know, working for this company. I have an uncle who works for that company. You find the common ground through friends and family, and that is the F of our equation. O is occupation. Let's say, hey, okay, yeah, your husband works for the Pepsi-Cola company. I know somebody who works there. Oh, you do this for a living. Oh, what do you think of the new printers that came out? Just find something within their work that you can relate to and be honest. Oh, you work on this website? I love this website. Oh, you uh, work for this clothing store? My wife shops there. Find out what they do for a living and what their friends and family do for a living, and you will be able to find common ground with O, occupation. R is recreation. What do they do for fun? When, you know, talking to them, you know, bring up, oh, did you happen to catch the football game? We're here in Columbus. Did you watch the Buckeyes? Oh, you're a Buckeyes fan? We're a Buckeyes fan. Oh, Um, You're in a bowling league. Great. We love bowling. You know, find something. Uh, My grandpa was a bowler. He really was. You know, he was a 300 bowler. Awesome. Uh, You know, so you find what they do for fun, and then you see where you could relate on our recreation. So we've covered friends and family, occupation, recreation, and then M is the money. M is the message. Money. Once you've talked about and built rapport around friends and family, occupation and recreation, now you're getting to know each other pretty well. And now it's time to, if you're face to face, where somewhere we can go sit down and talk this through is a great closing question. Let's sit down and now we can get down to business. Or so what you've already covered all this pre-groundwork now. So what were you thinking you wanted for the property? Notice in the beginning of the call, we don't talk about right off the bat, what do you want for the property? Oh, terrible negotiation. But now you know each other, friends and family, occupation, recreation. Now, so let's talk about the house. Let's talk about the house. Let the seller explain all about the house. Three bedrooms, two baths, 1,200 square feet. And by the way, to your listeners, we don't really care about that. No. We're getting to the why. You might take some notes as far as you know what, what the bedrooms and baths and stuff like that. But we want to get to the why. And after you've built that rapport, it's going to be a lot easier to find out why they're selling and see how you can meet that need and get a great deal on a house. Wow. All right, dude, Dave, we could be done right now and everyone could go home like this was huge value so far. Okay. Right, man. I'm I'm smiling on my end. Dude, cuz I mean, I so many people all the time reach out to me. How many letters do I need to send to get a deal? And I'm like, "Ah, like what are you that's like I mean, that's like I don't even want to begin and how ridiculous of a question that is because Right. It's like, well, how do you negotiate? How do you take your calls? What are your margins? What are you trying to do? What's your exit strategy? I mean, anyway, but bottom line is, 
you got to focus on becoming the best, right? Why are there some salesmen that get zero sales and some salesmen that make a seven-figure income because, and they do sell the exact same thing? It's because of the skills. And what you've shared is huge. Motivation before the money and then the form. I love that because so many people have a hard time building rapport. You got to yeah. build rapport first. It doesn't like if you want to get more deals, you've got to build that rapport. Then you can have a true conversation about, hey, what do you, I love it, man. All right, we're done. No, I'm just kidding. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. You guys okay. want to keep going? If you want to keep going, say heck yes. Heck yes. Okay, they all said it. I heard everybody say <laughs> heck yes. Okay. okay. So, so what's next? Um, yeah, that's pretty much how we approach our uh, working with sellers. Number one, just be upfront. Let them know that you're a company. You know, play into your credibility. Um, we take pictures, and I'd be happy to share this with you, by the way. We, we take pictures at the closing table. We also do videos with sellers. And, you know, and and we use that to our advantage. When we go on an appointment, I like to pull out either my phone or an iPad and show them, hey, just so you know, we've worked with people in pretty much every situation that you can imagine. And that also helps them bring their guard down as well. Let them know, show them pictures and and tell them um, you or your partners have done so many deals and say, by the way, there's there's really no situation we haven't seen before. So feel free to just be open with me and let me know exactly what's going on. And that's really when the floodgates open and some really good information comes once they know that you've already heard it before this isn't new to you um so that's really been beneficial and what i'd like to do if uh if it's okay with you for the sake of time is get into the wholesaling a little bit because i think there's a lot of good information there as well and by the way if we end up doing a class we can really get into seller negotiation um because this is just the tip of the iceberg i love it i love it we got a lot of stuff i love it (laughs) So, for your listeners, Are now... Are you just, like, teasing me now? I think you're just teasing me. <laughs> I'm getting my leverage back. I'm that's so key, you know. You know, Justin. We and we we get a lot. Um, we have these conversations in our sales meetings all the time. It's all about leverage. We can do a whole call just about that, um, and and not lose. And basically. Turning things around, remember how in the beginning of the call with the seller, we said, hey, let's see if you're a fit for us. That's creating leverage. Rather than saying, please work with me, work with me, waving your your banner and flag. Um, But no, turn it around and say, you know, I don't even know if we can help you, quite honestly, because this is our program. And let's see if you fit into our program respectfully, rather than please let me buy your house. You lost all leverage right there. And who wants to live their life like that? I feel like they're just begging everybody, right? (laughs) <laughs> don't beg. Don't beg. If you do this tastefully, you're going to get way better deals and you're going to be able to work with a lot, you know, and, and solve a lot of people's problems. So wholesaling, we're in the state of Ohio, as I mentioned, we're in Columbus, Ohio, and we do still wholesale. Wholesaling is a great way to fill the cash flow gaps of the business. While you're waiting for these triples and home runs to come across, they don't happen overnight. Uh, you need to continue to generate revenue. And we do that in the form of wholesaling. Now, the state of Ohio is on the forefront of controlling wholesaling or basically just cracking down on people who are making promises that they can't deliver. And there's a lot of people who are not educated properly who are out there leading people on. And the biggest thing they're cracking down on, Justin, is cracking down on people who are marketing a property that they do not own. That's the that's the kicker right there. They want to crack down on people who are marketing a property that they do not own. 
So, well, that and that's what wholesaling is. Obviously, wholesaling, I go out there, I put a property under contract for fifteen thousand. Sure. I'm going to turn around and market that property yep. for twenty thousand to try to earn a five k spread. Yeah, that's what wholesaling is. I love Mar- these numbers: fifteen thousand and twenty. <laughs> only in Ohio, right? <laughs> only in Ohio. And for your listeners out there, shameless uh, plug: if they want to buy investment properties. Contact us, ColumbusTurnkeyHouses.com. You can get great deals on houses out here. But that's essentially what we're doing when we're wholesaling is marketing a property that we have under contract. We do not own this property. The state of Ohio is cracking down on people who are marketing properties they do not own. So we've worked with all the appropriate authorities and attorneys, and we've invested thousands of dollars to make sure we're doing this the correct way. And you will see this happening in other parts of the country. But the way it happens now, let's say I put this property under contract for 15000 and it's a good deal at 20000 I want to earn that five k. I cannot offer this property for sale because I don't own it. But what I can do is market this contract for sale. So I have this contract for 15000 with the seller, and now I am marketing this contract to my buyers. You can purchase this contract for $5,000. So they buy this contract for $5,000 from me, and the contract is a $15,000 contract with the seller so that they will fulfill. They'll get the seller their $15,000. They bought the contract from me for $5,000. They're all in for $20,000. It's just semantics and a different way of doing business. So we're selling the contract. You're not selling the house. Because you're selling the house, then you are acting as a... um, a broker, right? And and we're not yes. licensed. You're not licensed, so you're but you can perfectly legally sell a contract, and that's nope. legit. Because so, you do you do not own the home, you own the contract. I love it. It makes sense. There's someone in my coaching program who was asking, "Hey, I'm in Ohio. What do I do?" And I'm like, "Don't worry. I'm doing an interview with the, my man Dave today. I'll I'll get back to you." So absolutely, <laughs> and, and I'm here for your listeners, and I know you're doing a great job with the coaching. And um, you know, if there's any value I can add, by all means. You know, I'm, okay. I'm in your corner, Justin. I know. I know. Before this call, I mentioned the the thing to you, and you said, you know, you got too much going on right now. But I'm going to call you next week, and we're going to see if we can put this together. So anyway, <laughs> I think you know what? I think you and I can really kick some butt if we had more time and really thought this out. I I think we can provide a ton of value okay, together. I'll talk to you more about it. I did some with my brother Stephen. It was crazy. People loved it, um, and we just gave them absolutely everything like from from soup to nuts and i want to make it worth your time of course i know your time is valuable it's gonna take a lot of effort for you to do this but anyway we'll talk about it more offline i'll i'll, I'll try to convince you that's worth it so <laughs> but anyway all right dave well this has been awesome i really appreciate you taking the time i know you're super busy i know you're doing all kinds of crazy stuff with edwin and raising money and from iras and then i've been buying your houses and anyway it's crazy stuff i want to get into it more but uh, I know I'm going to interview RJ as well. So we're getting to some more stuff with him. But thank you so much. I mean, this has been awesome. It's, it's been great getting to know you better. And mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, all of the House of Being HQ followers have, have just loved it. So thank you so much. Any, what's your one last final word of advice for anyone out there who's looking to get going in this business or just take things to a whole new level? Hire a coach. Okay, I, I agree. I, I, that's my number one thing as well. I've, I've, me personally, I've invested over a hundred thousand dollars in in my own. That's how we met. Yep. I would not be on your podcast yep. unless I've invested in myself, joined different mastermind groups. I have numerous coaches, and um, and and that's what it, if, if you're not going to 
create an outcome, how can you expect the income? Yes. Why, why, why would you give a go at this or anything on your own when there are people out there who have been there that can show you the way? I mean, yeah. anyway, I love it. Okay, you're the man, Dave. Woo-hoo-hoo. Thanks, Justin. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.